Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friend. Welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. My name is Eric Cloward. How many great things have never happened because of fear? How many times have you given up on a dream because of fear? In this week's episode, we're going to talk about fear, what it is, what it does, and how to move past it. Because fear is the killer. This last week, I got really lucky and was able to go up to Creative Live in Seattle and be part of the studio audience for their podcast week. Now, if you don't know what Creative Live is, it's this pretty amazing website online. And what you're able to do or what they do is they have creatives come in and creatives from all walks of life. So people who are musicians, people who are photographers, um, people who are creative in business. And they teach a course. And when the course is being taught and it's taught live, it's free for anybody on the internet to watch. And then if it's something that you decide that you like, you can purchase it for a discounted price for that first, you know, while it's first being run. And then after that, the price usually goes up. And it was pretty amazing to be in that studio because just being around that environment was so absolutely creative. And everybody there just had this energy like, hey, we're creating something great. We're doing what we can to give back to the world. And after that week of being up there and being surrounded by so many people and, you know, spending basically eight hours a day watching people talk about different aspects of podcasting and how to improve your podcast and how to just be a good interviewer, it really rekindled my own creative juices and some of the things that I want to get done. But even as I think about all the creative projects that I want to complete over the next few months, I found that I had this this anxiety kind of creeping up, this kind of crushing feeling in my chest when I would think about the projects that I want to do. So that's why today's episode is about fear and why it kills in so many creative endeavors, so many great things in this world. Seneca said, there are more things likely to frighten us than there are to crush us. We suffer more often in imagination than in reality. And I think that's really just an amazing thing when you think about it, that there are more things that, that make us afraid than are actually going to hurt us, that we suffer far more in our imaginations. We suffer far more in our own minds than we do in reality. I mean, my own life has been full of a lot of fear. 
I grew up in Salt Lake City where your whole life is judged about how well you hold up to the Mormon church's standards. And it was a really, it was a hard place for me to grow up. It was also very difficult because my father was very abusive and a lot of his life was ruled by fear because he was afraid of his own sexuality and, and what he felt and because he was so afraid of how people around him would judge him. I grew up steeped in fear. I wanted to be a musician and an actor, but I never followed through on it because I was so afraid that I would fail. I remember the questions that would run through my head. Well, what if I never make it into a single movie? Or what if I never write a song? Or what if people don't like the songs that I write? What if I'm just a poor musician or a poor actor my whole life? I mean, it, I got so scared of that that I, I just stopped considering that. And I got a degree in business and later got into programming. And in my spare time, I would skirt around the edges of my art, talking about all the things I wanted to do. I'd buy music gear, and I'd use it for a while, and then it would end up sitting on the shelf, and sometimes for months, sometimes for years, and I wouldn't do anything with it. And when I did pick things up, and maybe I would start writing a song or something like that, I found that I never finished it, because I was so afraid of it not turning out the way that I wanted it, that... Before I could even get it close to that point, I would just kill it off. I'd just say, oh, this is never going to be good enough. So I have dozens of half-written songs that I was too afraid to finish. So when I was up at Creative Live last week, one of the highlights for me was when Chase Jarvis and Lewis Howes were doing an interview session together. And if you're not familiar with either of them, Chase is a photographer who is an amazing photographer, and... He's the founder of Creative Live, and Lewis House has a very successful podcast called The School of Greatness, and so much of the interview was just really inspiring. So Lewis has really come through a lot in his life, and it, you know, it's it's just really neat to see somebody who had all these challenges and so many self doubts. I mean, I could really relate to it, and yet he just kept going and he was able to face a lot of these fears and they still rise up even though he's quite successful they still pop up but there was this one point in the interview where lewis said the three biggest fears in life are the fear of success the fear of failure and the fear of judgment and when they were talking about this i felt that same nervous anxious kind of crushing feeling in my chest because i could recognize that it was there was that same kind of fear that I had almost a fear of looking at that fear. And when I thought about it, I remember those fears from back when I thought about being an artist and how much they plagued me. You know, if I succeeded, could I handle fame? Could I, could I handle having, you know, this type of success or would I implode? If I failed, could I handle that? I mean, could I, would I be okay with being a good, a poor artist? What if I wasn't very good? I mean, what would people think of me? What would I think of myself? Seneca said, Remember, however, before all else, to strip things of all that disturbs and confuses, and to see what each is at bottom. You will then comprehend that they contain nothing fearful except the actual fear. And when you think about it, when you just get to the bottom of what it is that's scaring you, It's usually nothing. There's usually nothing there that is truly scary. It's just what our mind makes it. 
Because when I get to the bottom of the things that scared me, I, I found that there really wasn't anything there. I mean, if I had become successful, I have a good head on my shoulders. I, I think I probably could have made good decisions and I, I could have handled fame okay. But maybe if I had failed, what would I have done then? How would I have handled that? Eh, I probably would have done okay. I would have found a way to scrape by. I might have lived a more frugal life, but I think I would have been happy. But I think the hardest parts was, what about the judgments of other people? What would they think about if I failed? What if people didn't like my acting or my music? And it's taken me decades to finally realize that what others think about my art doesn't matter in the slightest. Marcus Aurelius said, Many of the anxieties that harass you are superfluous, being but creatures of your own fancy. You can rid yourself of them and expand into an ampler region, letting your thoughts sweep over the entire universe, contemplating the illimitable tracks of eternity, marking the swiftness of change in each created thing, and contrasting the brief span between birth and dissolution with the endless aeons that precede the one and the infinity that follows the other. Now, I know that's kind of a heavy quote, but let's kind of break this down. What Marcus is telling us here is that the anxieties and the fears that try to crush us are superfluous, that they aren't necessary. And that because these are things from our own mind, we can get rid of them. And when we get rid of these things, when we're able to let go and face up to this fear, we can move into an ampler region. We can move into areas and use our mind, sweep through the entire universe, and we can contemplate all kinds of amazing things. That rather than using that power to worry about what if this thing fails, we can use the power of our mind and go, wow, what else can we create? And we can contemplate all the things of our lives rather than sitting and feeling anxious and worried about all of these things that that we hold and that we are afraid of. To me, I think that fear is what's at the root of so much of our suffering. I know it's at the root of a lot of the a lot of my anger. A lot of why I get angry is because I'm scared of something, because I'm trying to control something. And I think it's a huge part of why we as humans are unhappy. So how do we deal with this fear? What can we do to combat this thing so that we stop it from killing all of the good things in our lives? Well, first, I think we need to learn to let go of the outcome and focus on just the process. When we're talking about art, we focus on making good art. Don't worry about what it looks like at the end because you, you can't necessarily control that. But what you can control is what you're doing in the meantime, your process, your brush strokes, your, the colors you use. If you're talking about painting for music, you can focus on getting better at your instrument. You can focus on what types of instruments you want to create the art that you want and let go of that outcome. It's going to be what it's going to be. And when we think about it, this is kind of the whole stoic thing about controlling what you can and letting go of the rest. Because if we're not careful, if we're too worried about how something is going to turn out and we start focusing on trying to make that outcome happen so much, then we start to question why we're doing what we're doing. We start second-guessing the choices that we make. And we may even decide just to give up on the whole thing because we can't control how it's going to turn out. So if we can let go of 
trying to create that specific outcome and just be okay with whatever the outcome is, then we can let go of that worrying and put that energy towards creating. I think the second part is that when we feel that fear, you acknowledge it. That when you feel that that crush in your chest, in your chest, that bit of anxiety, those butterflies, you recognize that it's just your brain trying to protect you. It's trying to say, ooh, this is this is something you could fail at. And what I've also found is that the more you run from it, the scarier it seems. So for me, I found that if I say it out loud, usually to someone I trust and talk about that fear. It's like shining a flashlight on a shadow. It loses its power really, really fast. And third, you can play the worst case scenario game. And this is where you say, well, what's the worst case? What happens if I write a song that no one likes? What is the worst that can happen? Well, nobody listens to my song. Does it physically hurt me or am I going to die from it? No. Okay then if nobody likes my song, that's okay. It's not going to kill me. I can work with that. And once you kind of take away that fear, once you shine that flashlight on it and go, oh, well, if nobody likes that song, then I guess I can just write another song. And maybe the song will be better. And look at each song as kind of a practice. Then I get rid of that fear because the worst case scenario was nobody listened to my song. The next time you feel that fear, you hit that point of anxiety and you start to feel that, that anxiousness creep up and start crushing in your chest, don't run from it. Make peace with it. Turn the flashlight back on it and just shine it on that shadow and say, you know what, I hear you. And I see what you are and you're no big thing. And another thing that I've heard is from a lot of creative people is that when you're feeling that fear, it usually means you're headed in the right direction. And that's the Stoic Coffee Break for today. Thanks for listening. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, please head on over to my website, www.stoic.coffee. There you'll find a link to my Patreon page where your pledge can help me make and grow this podcast. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter, browse the Stoic reading list, and find previous episodes. I really appreciate your help in building this podcast, and thanks again for listening.